Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of the Golf Front Podcast. My name is Brett Bevilacqua. I'm a realtor with Carolina Property Sales in Southern Pines, North Carolina. This is the only podcast with plans on featuring each and every one of the over 60 plus golf courses in the Sandhills of North Carolina. This week, we check out the Holly Course at the Pine Wild Country Club of Pinehurst. Just three miles west of downtown Pinehurst lies some of the most sought after real estate in the area, Pine Wild. Pine Wild includes two 18-hole championship courses, as well as a nine-hole par three course. If you are a regular listener, you may remember episode number eight, where we profiled the Magnolia course at Pine Wild Country Club. The Holly is the shorter and easier of the two, but it is certainly no pushover, and the back nine ate my lunch. The Holly course opened in 1996 and was designed by Gary Player, who coincidentally also designed Manhattan Woods just north of New York City with the help of my father, Frank Bevilacqua. The Holly is a great track and even gives you the feeling that you may be able to break 80 until you get a little too cocky and triple three holes in a row. Okay, okay. So I was one over through four and didn't pick up another par the rest of my round. I'm not so sure it was the course's difficulty as much as it was a total meltdown on my part. And for once, I couldn't blame the course. I couldn't put two shots together the rest of the day, and sadly, even a 160-yard 9-iron on 18 couldn't turn around my misfortune. Well, to be fair, how could it? I flew the green by 20 yards. Taking nothing away from the other course at Pinewild, the Holly is far and away my favorite of the two. The Magnolia is a great course, and not only is the Magnolia longer, it is much, much tougher. For me, the Holly was just a bit more fun. The Holly course is a par 72 that plays about 7,000 yards from the tips, and 6,000 yards from the white tees where I played. From the back, the Holly has a rating and slope of 73.9 and 141. From the whites, a much more forgiving rating of 68.5 with a slope of 125. Pine Wild has an excellent practice range and the practice green next to the first tee was faster than any green on the course. The Holly course starts off with a medium length, slightly uphill par four. Like most of the Holly, the fairways are just a tad tighter than most of the courses in the area. Another cool attribute is there are mounds all over the fairway on the first and many other holes at the Holly course. The green is of average size and sort of bowl-shaped, and there are a pair of bunkers behind the green. The second is a medium-length dogleg right par 5 that runs slightly downhill the last 200 or so yards. There is quite a bit of landing room for your tee shot, and then after that, there are large deep bunkers down the right side of the fairway. The green is very large, though not very deep. There is also another bunker behind the green. The good news, no sand whatsoever on the left side. The third is a medium length par three with a pair of bunkers to the left and a very large, but mostly level green. The fourth is a lengthy par four, slight dogleg right, thin fairway, very tough green with a bunker on the right side. There are also a few trees close to the fairway in the right rough that could make things tougher than they need to be. Five is a super short downhill par four that begs you to go for the green. There is a fairway bunker on the left and the small green is flanked up front with a pair of bunkers. Sadly, I sprayed my drive to the right, hit a tree, chunked a wedge and two putt for a bogey. The sixth is a lengthy par five that plays just a tiny bit left, but is almost indiscernible. I don't remember any bunkers on the 6th, and for those that play from the tips, 6 clocks in at over 575 yards. The par 4 7th is a lengthy dogleg right. Play your tee shot just right of the bunker, and from there you will have about 150 to the green. Past the bunker will leave you a downhill lie. 
In front of the green, there is a very large natural area with a pair of bunkers if you go over. The green isn't especially tough. The eighth is a short par three. The large green is surrounded by three bunkers and is certainly tougher than the previous green. The ninth is a real piece of work and one of the most memorable holes on the course. This medium length dogleg right par four plays uphill after the bend. I cheated the corner and was just able to clear the three bunkers in the right rough. The green has three bunkers to the right and quite a bit of mounds to the left. It is also easy to three putt this green. After nine, you are just about a sand wedge from the clubhouse, but the 10th tee is right across the street. The par four 10th is short, but tough, and more so if you can't keep it in the fairway. There are a pair of bunkers to the right of the fairway and a pond just to the right of a large green. You will have your work cut out for you if the pin is on the right. The 11th is a medium length, slight dog leg left par five, and once again, the fairway is tight. There is trouble all down the right side where it is swampy. To the front right of the green is a large bunker and water if you go over. 12th is a medium length par three over water. There is a bunker in front of the green and two in back. The green is also mostly level. From the tee, the left side of the green looks safe, but the mounds could make it an adventure. 13 is a double bogey waiting to happen. There is nothing but trouble on this short par four. Off the tee, there is a lake and just beyond that, a tremendous bunker. If you don't hit them that long, there is room just to the left of the sand. A decent drive will carry the bunkers, but if you want a clear approach shot, you must keep your drive center of the fairway or to the left. If you push it too far left, there is a large hill along the left rough that could bring you back into the fairway. There is another natural area just in front of the green that is protected by bunkers in front and to the right. 14 is a double dogleg par five. Off the tee, you will want to favor the left side or even better if you can carry the bunkers on the left. On your second shot, you will want to keep an eye out for the large waste area just right of the fairway. The green is protected by three bunkers, two on the left, one on the right. 15 is a lengthy dogleg left par four. There is a waste area all down the left side that you can't outdrive. Then more waste area right as you get up towards the green, but it doesn't really come into play. There are a pair of bunkers a good distance off the left side of a friendly green. 16 is Savage. This lengthy dogleg right par four is so much easier with a great drive. The fairway slopes down to wetlands just before the green, and the green is elevated with a very intimidating railroad tie wall just past the wetlands. There is also a bunker just in front of the green. Ideally, you should favor the left side of the fairway as the green is tucked off to the right. If you approach the green from the right side, or even worse, the right side rough, you will probably have to lay up on the little patch of fairway just left of the green and hope to get up and down. 17 is a medium length par three with a very thin green. To the left of the green is a steep bank and to the right, a pair of bunkers. I would much rather be short than left or right. That's a double waiting to happen. 18 is a long par four that bends slightly to the right. I thought the course had a pretty good sense of humor on the scorecard with the blue tees listed at 386 and the whites at 395. Both sets of tees were together when I played, so it didn't much matter. Ideally, you'll want to stay to the left side of the fairway off the tee to have any shot of getting to the green in two. I went just right into the trees, tried to get fancy by slicing a five iron, which I hit perfectly straight onto the ninth fairway of the Magnolia course. From the ninth fairway, I crushed a nine iron about 20 yards over the green. 
The 18th green was very tough, and it didn't make things any easier by having to chip over the back right bunker. Even though the weather was awful, it was cart path only, and I played terribly, I really enjoyed the holly course and can't wait to play it again. That being said, greens fees are a little higher than most courses, but is still less than any of the Pinehurst Resort courses and is well worth your time. For more information, rates, and memberships, visit their website at pinewildcc.com or give them a call at 800-523-1499 to book a tee time. Pinewild is one of the most sought-after gated communities in all of the Sandhills. Homes can be had from the high 300s to well over a million dollars. If you want to take a look at Pinewild or anywhere else in the Sandhills, give me a call at 845-365-3665 or send an email to Brett at hmpfilms.com. Once again, I'm Brett Bevilacqua with Carolina Property Sales. Next week, we head east to play Anderson Creek.